Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Throwing Partners coming at you live Sunday night, 8 p.m. before Monday. The or whatever, <laughs> wherever you're listening in the week. Hope you're having a great day or night or afternoon. Chris, how's it going? It's later than usual. So the day was good. I had a fun-filled day with my sister. So it was great with that. Um, how was how was your day? Was it good? It was great. Just hung out with Stephanie. It was really nice. It's been a it's been a long week since we've been on the podcast, but you guys kind of figured that if you listened last week, we told you it's only be one show a week, and this is that one show for the week. So, with that being said, it might be a little quick one. Don't be upset. I know there's a lot of news out there, but I'm pretty sure you guys have filled your news in with plenty of articles that you've read already. And then, like we always say, if you have any questions, message us so we can talk about it. We are not going to talk about anything that you want us to talk about if you don't tell us anything. So yeah, hit hit the subscribe button, send us a message, do whatever, text us, email. Emails are out there. Everything's out there for you. There's no reason why you yeah. can't message us. So. Yeah, we're in a digital age here, so we're on everything. Exactly. So w- with that, I'm, I'm going to jump straight into the NBA right now with you. And I'm just going to let everybody okay. know that we're winging this thing. This whole episode is winging. Brian has no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. No notes. Yeah, we didn't write any notes down. We are just, we set up our stuff and we're just going to talk. <laughs> so I'm going to so. tell you this. This is going to be a personal note for you. The Lakers officially have Anthony Davis out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like what, three to four weeks? Three to four weeks. Where do you see the Lakers in three to four weeks? <sighs> it's been hasn't been tough to watch they've they haven't been blown out at all like you can tell they miss him but they're still holding their own out there he's definitely a major piece that is the drive behind their success the last last year and this year um like we talked about i think it was last episode maybe two ago i don't remember at all but we talked about the um emergence of kyle kuzma stepping in for anthony davis Mm -hmm. definitely not um what it should be like he's not anthony davis you can't replace but he's really holding his own and it's been really refreshing to see but they aren't hurting but they miss him you could tell um i know last night they only lost by two to the heat so rematch of the finals it's 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 hard without him but they just have to be cautious with that achilles make sure it doesn't become a full a full-blown like whole of it and snaps and it requires you know another year off um for surgery and rehab so i hope for the best but i in the future like the next three to five weeks whatever however long it is they'll still be they'll still be top five in the west oh yeah um, of course i definitely see them dropping below the clippers um i know utah has been out nobody's touching utah in the conference yeah <laughs> i think they've kind of made the point where they're there to stay as number one yes um so honestly, I think they might drop to three. I know they're two right now, the, the Clippers, but they'll probably drop to three or four. But I don't see it being too bad. And I know if he comes back fully healthy, we also don't know what the trade deadline is going to bring uh, to the Lakers. I know they've been rumored for a lot of guys. I know DeMarcus Cousins um, was pretty much released by Houston, and there's been rumors already that the Lakers might bring him back. Yeah. So even though he never played a game with them. He got a ring, though. Still yeah, got his ring. ring. So still got his ring. Where do you, where do you think you see them, Chris? Uh, you know Anthony Davis is such an elite player for that team, and I get it that they still have King James there, and they still have a lot of great talent around, other than Anthony Davis around LeBron. But Anthony Davis, man, that is like, that's your bread and butter. That's the butter gone out of the bread, basically. And yeah. I see them dropping probably to like four around there like four in the west if everything stays right with all the other teams so like utah like the joker doesn't get hurt in utah um you know if the clippers stay healthy and Kawhi and pg uh 13 do their thing still um so it's it's tough to say because here's the thing also it's like yeah the lakers are barely winning games but they're still winning games that's the thing like they're they're winning so from February 1st through February 12th, they won one, two, three, six straight, lost to Denver. Um, that was by a pretty big score. Uh, beat uh, Minnesota and then 
lost to Brooklyn and then lost back-to-back games with Miami last night. Uh, we're looking at the next game. They're playing Washington, and then they'll, they're playing Utah. Yeah, and they're playing Portland. And they're playing Golden State. So they got a rough, rough few games besides the Washington game up ahead. Yes. Um, my thing is, since you said Portland, I'm sorry to say this. I know you're a huge, huge Luka Doncic fan, but I'm sorry, Damian Lillard needs to start that game, the All Star game. He needs to start the yeah. All-Star game. He got I, – I get it. It's a fan vote. Luca got the fan vote. But players and coaches, I mean, Damian Lillard ran away with those votes from Luka Doncic. And I feel like a lot of those fan votes just know who Luka Doncic is but doesn't know what he's doing this year, which yeah. is not bad. It's not bad, but it's not what he was before. But Damian Lillard has been on a tear this season, so he deserves to start. Yeah, um, I agree. But what what's this? What what was the starting uh, lineup so far for LeBron's team? If I could remember at the top of my head, I think it was Luca with LeBron. Oh, I think uh, Steph Curry was starting, and then there was somebody else. Two other people. Two other people. I don't remember who though. I can't remember. I don't think it was Let's Kawhi. See. It might, LeBron, it might have been. It was. Luca, Kawhi, yeah. uh, the Joker, and Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, so I think I think Dame needs to go in for Luca because his numbers are better for one. Also, I think um, it's well deserved on Damian Lillard's part. Yeah. He's on a he's on a better team than what Dallas is playing right now too. So I don't get why he's Dallas not there. Dallas has been really struggling this season. And they it's, they it's can't weird. figure it out. It was Seth Curry. I'm telling you, Seth Curry was. <laughs> Was the glue in that he has, team? He has a he has a good tempo. He has a good tempo, but um, but with that though, um, also I have a question for you related to basketball here. Since we're on the topic of the NBA, okay. I want to talk to you about um, Charlotte. Okay. Okay. They have had success ever since our last podcast, and do you think they go into the top five in the East at the end of the year? At the end of the year, you know, at we've the, really we've really talked up Charlotte this and, entire podcast. And they've been they've been doing great. Um, they've been doing great. You know, they're in in their conference, they are nine and nine. Okay. Total they are fourteen and fifteen. So five and six in the West. It's yeah, it's oh man, let me check their standings. Let's 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 check these. But here's my thing. Let's not go off of what they're playing. It's it's what you think right now with your gut of how weak the East is and how well Charlotte's success will carry on through the rest of the season. How do you think Charlotte shapes up? Also, how do you think Memphis shapes up? Because they're starting to hit the hot streak too. I don't think Memphis makes it in. You don't think they make even into the eight? No. And right now Charlotte's the eight and the top 10 teams are going. Miami's going to, I think Miami's going to heat up a little bit, pun intended. Um, ah, Chicago's there. Chicago's it's really scary weak. too. I think Charlotte, I think, has a better chance of going into the playoffs than the Grizzlies do. But do you see Charlotte as a top five for some reason? No, I don't. Okay. What's the highest you see them then? Seven or six, probably seven. Seven. And then like Chicago taking that eight? Yes. Or even okay. Miami jumping up a little bit. But I see them in the bottom half, seven through ten. Um, okay. So they their schedule coming up. They've had a lot of games postponed. Yeah. So they had back to back games postponed. Uh, their next game is tomorrow, hopefully, and they're playing Utah. They won't win that game. Then they play but- <laughs> Phoenix. Then they play Golden State, and then Sacramento. I'm just saying. I know, like you said, we've talked up. Sh- it's not really you. It's me. I will say this. It's you, I, yeah. I've been talking up Charlotte for a while. And the only reason I say Charlotte is because they have such a young core there that they finally needed and they finally got it and it's working. And it's yes. working. And that's the thing is like, I don't think Charlotte, even when they had Kemba Walker there, I think the really the only good times was, was Chris Paul. That was like the last good Charlotte Hornet time. 
Yeah, I mean, they were the Hornets. But you guys remember, they came. They were the Bobcats. They were. So Chris but, Paul, Paul didn't really play for, but also, for them. I mean, Michael Jordan didn't own the team when he was with, with Chris Paul there. But Chris Paul never played for them. No, but I'm saying like a Charlotte team. Like, you know how they moved? Yeah, but they never, Chris Paul never played for the any Charlotte team. He only played for New Orleans where the Hornets, and they turned into the Pelicans. Yes. The Horn, the current Charlotte Hornets were the Bobcats. I'm saying like in the <laughs> Michael Jordan era. <laughs> okay. They haven't had a good team till now. Correct. Okay. I, that's what say, I'm trying kept, to say. I, I think saying I Chris missed, Paul, though. I, I'm just saying like in that franchise history, the, the, the history of the Hornets. Yes, yeah. Oh, yes. This the is history of the Hornets. I agree. I I agree. Now that we're on the same page, I, okay. agree. I was like, Chris Paul. I brought Michael Jordan. Jordan into it because he's he's been the owner now for almost I think ten years now. He's been there a while. Um, yeah, I was confused because you were like Chris Paul. I'm like Chris Paul never played. That's I know. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, and I'm it's, sorry to the fans out there. I'm sorry. It's it's the late show. It's so the late show. It's you know. It's I'm a little groggy. You know? Right now it's Sunday night at. It's 8.15, a little bit past 8.15. Oh, man, so. it's past my bedtime. Almost bedtime. <laughs> it's almost past my bedtime. <laughs> All but, right, yeah, so... I, I agree, though. I think this has probably been, like, their most fun team to watch as well yeah. under Michael Jordan's ownership, so... Yeah. So, I think that's pretty much the NBA right now because it's going into the All-Star weekend um, this upcoming week. Um but if you guys have any questions about the NBA that you guys want us to talk about, please send us questions, send us some info, do whatever you want, hit the like button, all that. But let's jump in. We're going a little backwards here. So we usually start off with like football or MLB, but guess what? Football's done and over with, and it's time for NBA, the NHL, and baseball, baseball. to start. But before we hit baseball, let's jump into the NHL and for all you folks up there that are NHL fans, I will say it was very disappointing to know that they had to postpone the outdoor classic at Lake Tahoe because of ice issues. Cause they couldn't figure it out that I don't know what happened, but they postponed it after the first period. And so now we're waiting on this, but you know, the venue, the scenery and everything that you guys got to see in that first period, if you did watch it was amazing. It was great, but we're going to have to wait to see who the winners are. Those are between Vegas and Colorado. And I think it was Philly and Boston. Is that correct there, sir? Yeah. Philly, um, NHL outdoors, Lake Tahoe, Boston demolished Philly. Yeah. Uh, seven to three. I know they uh, finished one game, but I, I don't know if they, did they finish the Vegas and Colorado. They, they finished it. They, it started, I think at like 9 PM last night. I oh, don't that's remember. why I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, so Colorado ended up being beating Las Vegas uh, three, really? three to two. Yes. Wow. Um, so, you know, when a lot, there's a lot of pressure on ice uh, tends to crack a little bit, Very so, true, especially when it's outdoors. <laughs> yeah. But um, if you guys heard that just now, you just got an update from the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say this though. It was fun watching what I could with that first period. <laughs> um it was really cool. I thought it was really awesome when they ever, they do the outdoor classic. Usually it's at like Gillette stadium or like some stadium, but this time they actually yeah. went to the outdoors, which was really, really cool. Um, and like I always say, I know Philly lost to Boston. I know they did, but Philly's going to win the cup. <laughs> Philly's my team to go to the cup, not to win the cup, oh, to okay. go to the cup. Okay. okay. And you might eat and everybody's saying like, you know what, Chris, are you dumb? What? Like you have a rock in your skull. <laughs> And I'm like, maybe I do, but maybe this rock is trying to form a brain. And you know what? Maybe it is a brain now because Philly is going to the cup. <laughs> Philly's going to the cup. End of story. You could say Tampa. You could say Boston. You could say Washington. You could say all these teams in the Eastern Conference. I'm sorry. It's Philly. You want a Philly special? Order that special. Going to the cup. Flyers, cup, 2021. Watch it. Bet on it. Do what you want. Blame me for all the outcomes. But if I'm right, you guys owe me an apology. <laughs> you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. That was. That was we said great, we were winging this episode. I told that was you. A great tangent of your. You want to hear another uh, tangent? I'm gonna brain have. and yeah. It, it wasn't a tangent. It was an analogy. An analogy with your brain and I know rocks, you went to college. So. I know you know what an analogy I'm is. I'm still in college. <laughs> so am I, but I still know what an analogy is. Come on, sir. 
It's late. <laughs> but let, let me tell you this. If you guys are into sports betting, which majority of the country is when it's legal, um, when you can actually bet on a team and not just do DraftKings or something like that, when you can bet on a team, I'm going to tell you guys this. Bet on the Anaheim Ducks, but in a bad way. Bet them for the under, because they are, I think, nine and four every time of covering the under. So if you're looking for a team that sucks really bad, and I thought my Sharks were bad, but bet on the Ducks. I love Troy Terry. Troy Terry's the man. He's got to do things. He needs more starting time. But you know what? It's not enough. They're not going to win if they if he's not playing. Sucks. Yeah, they, they really dropped from the last time we really – dove into yes. hockey um yeah. the i know the kings were down there uh ducks are in last they yeah. are uh, told six, nine and three um but also the look teams at detroit are look at detroit though either have you seen detroit hold on i'm looking for detroit look at detroit detroit in cleveland he was from detroit oh yeah you want to say that that record there i'm glad the ducks aren't <laughs> as bad as the Red Wings at five. One of the original six teams has been the worst team in the NHL for so long. Why don't you state that record there, Brian? Yeah, that's five, 12, and three. That's bad. 13 points total. I think there's a couple teams that don't even have 10 points yet, though. Is there a team that doesn't have 10 Uh, points yet? Everyone's up there. Uh, Ottawa's got 11. Oh, so they just got there. Like two days ago, they were at nine points. I was like, oh, my goodness. But Ottawa is at the bottom uh, of point totals throughout the NHL with only 11. That's so sad. And and Vancouver's above them with 17. And and they're not going to catch up. (laughs) And that's a vision. So, um, yeah, they're they're down by six six points. That's a tough division, though, the North, because Toronto's really good. Toronto's scary, and people are going to say, Chris, what are you thinking? You want to bet on Philly when Toronto's super good too? Yeah, I will. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Philly to the Cup 2021. Watch it. Live it. Dream it. Bet it. Bet it. We're not even sponsored by DraftKings, but go ahead and go on DraftKings. I'm going to just keep saying the word bet it. Maybe we'll pop up on a tag or something. Bet it. Bet it. Bet bet it. Bet it. Not bet it. Not your own bet. It's not the bus, but bet it. Bet it. Andy, bet it. bet it. All right, so let's play a game called Bet It, Brian. You ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. So we're going to jump to the MLB because this is our specialty. Like, this is the thing that you order every morning at the same diner for breakfast every day. <laughs> hey, you're on one tonight. This is great. <laughs> so this is called the Bet It Special. The Bet It Morning Special. If you're listening to this in the morning, it goes phenomenal with breakfast in bed or something like that. So, all right. I don't want no crumbs in my. We bed. don't want no crumbs. We don't want soggy cereal. We don't want any of that. Um. All right. So, Brian, bet it or bet against it. Okay, that's your two options. Okay. I'm telling you this with a straight face as much as I can. Are you ready? Maybe. Arizona playoffs. Oh. Oh. Mm. bet against okay next one you ready okay trevor story gets traded by the trade deadline bet it bet it you heard that that's the first bet we got one bet against one bet it next question david Dahl gets traded before the trade deadline Mm. depending on a season in texas let's do bet it okay okay Next question. Are you ready? Yeah. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Paul DeYoung traded by the trade deadline. Bet against. Bet against? You don't think yeah. he's going anywhere? No. Okay. Next one. Steven Piscotty traded by the trade deadline. Mm, bet against. Okay. Okay. The next one I got for you. I don't know if you're ready for this. Joe Adele traded by the trade deadline. Ooh. Bet against. Bet against. Wow. Okay. They had, they had, I know he was part of talks to go to Tampa in the pending Blake Snell trade. And oh. it was a it was a no-go. Wow. They really passed that or up. Or it was Marsh. I'm not sure. I'll have to check that. But it was either Adele or Marsh. And I okay. think they passed on it. Dylan Bundy traded by the trade deadline. 
if the Angels are in it and the AL West isn't that great, bet against. They're keeping them. Okay. Here's a good one for you. And I think I think you're gonna bet it. Okay. Marcus Stroman traded by the trade deadline. Um, he's getting into some drama on Twitter today with Trevor yep. Bauer. Everyone's against Trevor Bauer. Well, because Noah Syndergaard started it. Yeah, which was pretty funny. It was um, funny. I'm on Syndergaard's side. Let's see. Stroman traded. The Mets are going to be in it. Do I have to throw a team for you? Like, what could happen? Yeah, give give me give me okay. a scenario. St. Louis is on a tear. They need some starting pitching. Do they pull the trigger? Yes. Okay. That that fits, right? I think that fits pretty well. That fits. It's not in the division, and it's a temporary. It's a temporary contract. I think both sides would win out of that. Yes, he's a free agent after this season as well. So, here's another good one for you. I'm gonna. This is actually a really good one. I don't know how well you're gonna take. Bet it or bet against it. Francisco Lindor stays healthy the whole season. Uh, he's good, but every the last few years, he's always started the season on the the IL. I think New York, it'll be different. I think bet against. Okay. Mike Trout wins MVP again. Always bet it. Bet it. Here's a good one for you. This is going to be a really, really good one. And I don't know how well you're going to take it. Okay. Okay. Kevin Pillar finally wins a gold glove. Mm, is he playing every day with the Mets? New- I'm assuming so because they haven't gotten anybody else in center field. The dude's a human bet. highlight reel. Bet against. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. Let, let's hear your bet it and bet against. I want to oh, hear. Geez, let's let's hear wing spot. it. Come on, wing it. I winged right. it. You can wing it. Unless you got chicken. All right. Can't bet fly. it. Bet it or bet against. This is going to be. This is. I, I'm going to start off with this really deep one. Okay. Bet it or bet against. More wins against each other. So in the matchups, Dodgers or Padres. I'm so, so I'm betting either for the Padres or for the Dodgers. Which one will have most wins between each other? Between between just facing each other in their matchups throughout the season. Padres. Okay, so you're betting. Padres. Betting the Padres get more wins between the, those two in in head to head matchups. Okay, okay. Usually it's what like sixteen games. Sixteen to nineteen, I believe. Yeah. I I, I think it's going to be literally a margin of either one or two wins between them. Yeah, just like I think. The Padres can like take the season series. Um, they're gonna win the, the division. Dodgers. They'll they they'll be good with the division. I yeah, think. they'll be it's, fine. It's how you play against that team. Yep. Um, okay, here's this one. After the season, if he doesn't get traded or if he does, he's a free agent. Trevor Story signing with the Cardinals, and then them keeping Arenado to have them play with each other in St. Louis. Bet against. There's not enough money there. Bet against. Bet against. Okay. They still have Paul Goldschmidt's money. They got Nolan Arenado's money. They got. They've got. A, and they also have upcoming contracts with a lot of young kids there. They're not going to have enough money for Trevor Story. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go towards your heart with the Mariners. If you bring Marco Gonzalez into this or Kyle Lewis. No, 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 no. It's it's more uh, wins. Um, like oh. over under over under eighty. Three wins. Under. <laughs> under. <laughs> under. I think at most, maybe 75 at most. I could see them winning 75. 75, and that's if um, if they have the season like they did last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to James Paxson being back. I think that's a great sign. We didn't sign him for very much, and hopefully he can actually get above 150 innings. That would be great. Yeah. So, All right. Bet it. Bet against Corey Kluber, AL Comeback Player of the Year. Bet it. Bet, bet it, it. Okay. bet it. Yes, I think I think he is. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder for for like just how everybody's kind of doubting him and and stuff like that. I think bet it. I I think so. Okay. I yeah. I could see why. I mean, if he had that great of a workout for those teams and the Yankees thought he was worth that much money to give that one year contract to, like, yeah. yeah. I think he's worth it. Okay. Sticking with the Yankees. Okay. Just announced a few days ago, Clint Frazier is going to be their starting left fielder. Good. Great. So bet it, bet against a good glove out there, do you think? His defense wise. Like oh, above average defense. Okay, so above average. So we're not okay. So if we had to draw a line here, so here is above average. This is average, right? And right yeah. above this is proficient. 
If you're listening, Chris has his hands up. Yeah. And so proficient's above, above average. <laughs> and then above average is above average. <laughs> yeah. In those terms, it makes sense if I had commas, okay? Um, oh, man. He's really bad at defense, too. He's really bad. Apparently, I, it's good enough to... Give me, give me amount of errors he has this season. Over, under, seven. I take the under. Okay. I, I so I'll, I guess I'll bet that he has a decent defensive year. We've okay. never seen him play a whole season starting. That's true. You know, I think he's gonna have a great year. I think he is too. But it's it's kind of funny that they they say, "Hey, we're gonna start you," and then they sign Brett Gardner back. But they told Brett Gardner he's strictly gonna be their you know how long depth. you know how long he's gonna get pissed off about that. What three games? He'll probably be like, "I want to be traded now." Yeah, I can see that happening, which I'm sorry, but Brett Gardner, I mean, he still did okay, you know, at his age and everything like that. But I think it's about time that the Yankees said, you know, I quit Frazier needs to start. Yeah. This is this is Brett Gardner's last year in pinstripes. I'd hope. Well, in pinstripes, and, I meant for like an MLB. I was like, ML- I don't okay. know. Yeah, as a Yankee and as a major league baseball player. Oh, you think he's going to retire? Yeah. I think he does one more year. <laughs> Bless you, Excuse sir. Me. Thank you. All right, I got some bet it and bet against. You ready? Okay. Um, I had it for a second. Oh, bet it, bet against. Adam Wainwright, 10 wins. Over or under? Oh. Bless you. Keeping those in. Uh, <laughs> not cutting them. Uh, bet it. You think he goes on both? I think he goes 10 or 11. Okay. That's not bad for his age. That's not bad at all. Felix Hernandez makes the roster bet it bet it yeah baltimore yeah yeah good for him bet it bet against alex cobb has more than 10 wins (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, this is really tough more than 10 wins more than 10 wins so 11 there's no 10 and a half in baseball bet against Marco Gonzalez has an ERA under 3.5 for the season. Bet it. You're going to bet it? Okay. Yes. He's been right at that like 3.5 range too. Um, ooh. Oh, I'm trying to think. Who's a rookie that's going to come out this year for baseball? It's hard to think. There's really no rookies yet until they make the rosters. So, um, Ooh, here we go. Blue Jays make playoffs. Bet it. Bet it. Does Boston make playoffs? They still have players. Bet it. You're saying bet it? Bet against. Oh, bet against. Okay. So Yankees playoffs. Yankees playoffs. Okay. So. All right. How about this then? How about this then? How about this? How about this? Toronto winning division. Bet it or bet against? Bet against. I don't know. I might bet it. They've got a really good roster. Yeah, it's and, that rotation. And, and, and Tampa, I know they just came off the World Series, you know, appearance, but they've kind of cleaned house. Yeah, a lot of those guys know they're not staying much longer. Yeah. So, um, here's a good one for you, Jose Abreu, AL MVP, reigning champ. Yep. Hits above three ten. I don't think he has the same season as last year. What do you bet against? Freddie Freeman, NL reigning MVP, having over 120 RBIs. Ooh. He'll get over 100, but I don't think 120. 120. 120. Bet against, and I think he gets close, but goes like 113, 114. Who has a better season, Acuna or Freddie Freeman? Freddie. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to do two more, and then I'm going to pass it to you, okay? Okay. Here's a good one for you. You Darvish wins the Cy Young. <laughs> um, shoot. Okay, how about this? You Darvish finishes in the top five voting. Bet it, but Bet it. I think Degrom wins it. Okay. And my last question for you is: Kyle Lewis wins a Gold Glove. Bet it. Bet it. Yeah, I'm still waiting on Mike Trout to win a Gold Glove, but that's very true. That's very surprising. All right. You got you got some bet in bet against? Yeah. All right. 
Better bet against Fernando Tatis Jr. has the greatest long-term contract. Like his career spans those 14 extra years in San Diego. Just mm-hmm. best contract, like well spent with just um So are you basically saying does he make the Hall of Fame? Does he make the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Like I know he's young, he's 22, signed this big deal, which we haven't talked about yet, but it's a great deal. And do you think like there's a good eight or nine years that are like, wow, this is the best. I wouldn't say the best, but in, in the top five. Like productivity wise. I would I would say bet it. I would okay. say bet it. For eight yeah. to nine seasons of that, I would say bet it. Yeah. He's still you gotta remember. Here's he's still my 22. thing though. Okay. Actually, I have a question for you. Okay. This is okay. This is this took a lot for me to kind of understand this, but I just want to say something. The shredder, how MLB does the shredder. They did the top 10 shortstops. Yes. They put Trey Turner below Fernando Tatis Jr. If you compare their whole stats just from last year alone, Trey Turner was way more productive. Yes. I don't, I, okay. I love Junior. I love Fernando. I love him. But Trey Turner is the second best shortstop right now. Yes. And where was, where was Nando ranked? Second or first? Fernando was second. Number one was Trevor Story. Okay. Where was Seager ranked? Seager, Probably I think, was like Turner. five or six. Okay. Because I think yeah, that... I, I'm trying to remember. I think because I know Tim Anderson was in there too. Um, I, know, I just know Trevor Story, Fernando Tatis, and then I think it was Trey Turner. And I, mm. I, it took me a minute to grasp that. I was just like looking. I was like, that sounds about right. But then when I, when they went to the analytics of everything of this shredder or whatever, I'm sorry. Even in the last two seasons, not just last last two seasons, Trey Turner has been way more productive in almost every stat than Fernando has. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, Trey Turner was drafted by the Padres. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, but that's, man, you're right. It's, it's, it, and I, I love Fernando. I love the way he plays and everything like that. But when we're looking at the cold, hard facts, Trey Turner's had better seasons than Fernando has the last two. Yeah, but also you got to remember, like, 2019 and he's got was a ring. Fernando's. And he's got a ring, though. And but, he's got a ring. But you got to remember, though, this is Fernando's second year in the bigs. But the thing is, is, is you can't take someone's spot away when it's deserved there. Yeah, I get, I get your viewpoint of that, but there's a lot to gauge of, like, all right, in the little amount of time Fernando's been in the majors, considering, you know, his first season was riddled with injuries and then last year was 60 games. Yeah. And the amount of time that he's played, mm-hmm. he's but been great. He has been. But here's here's where I'm going to kind of debunk your theory here is, okay, Fernando Tatis played 60 games last year, right? Played yeah, a whole season. around there. Trey Turner played a whole season as well. Still had better numbers. You can't you can't go around that. Yeah. Like I think they're go they're going. I mean, the shredder I think goes by popularity too. I, I, but if they are, that's kind of wrong because Trey Turner is. I, I I'm assuming he's going to be either getting a huge extension, and, and when I mean by huge extension, I'm talking like what Trevor Story can get. Yeah, and in, in, in my uh, personal opinion, if I were the shredder, it would be like just looking at numbers wise. Trey's very underrated. He'd be one, Nando two, Story three. I wouldn't go that far. I Trevor Story has been putting up numbers that are insane. It's funny though because you like when they race. He's in this, Colorado. I get it. They they do Colorado. Yeah. And then they always brag on that when it's a free agent signing. It's like, well, you played his career in Colorado. Do you think it was? But the Shredder doesn't. Who cares about that? Like, yeah. But personally, like you have to think about. You look at his splits, home and away determining that factor and then seeing consistently do you what want Trey Turner's up, done. Do you want me to pull up his stats away? Trevor Story's stats yeah. away? Okay. Uh, go ahead and talk while I look this up. <laughs> so we're talking about Trevor Story. Um, the thing is with Colorado is with the altitude. So everyone's number is really inflated. I think Arenado and Story, I think their home and splits are very – similar to each other I, but i think power wise it's always going to favor towards colorado um but i agree like i see your argument of 
Yeah, Trey Turner below Fernando. That's kind of dumb. Like, he just won a ring. He had a great season last year. Um, man, I don't – it's tough. I And I think, I think MLB Network does a very big popularity thing. How do I find it for a way stats on baseball reference? Oh, I don't know. Are you, you, you talk. Okay, now I'm going to talk. Yeah, you talk. All right, so like Brian was saying, Colorado is a very hitter-friendly ballpark because of the elevation and everything that goes into that stadium. Um, so sometimes stats can be tweaked um, based off of the environment of where Colorado plays, such as home runs go out farther, easier, um, and then pitchers, of course, don't have much success there because of the long ball. So it's a very difficult place to play for both sides. Even if you're a pitcher, yeah, the numbers may not jurisdict like how well you really are performing, but also if you're a hitter and then you're coming up to free agency and you don't want to be in Colorado anymore, people are going to say, oh, those are your only numbers from Colorado. Then they're all yeah. rigged. All right. So, all right, Chris. Okay. We're on Trevor Story's home splits in his okay. career. Do you want batting average? Or slugging, I want, OBS. I want, I want the triple crown. Okay. Home runs home, 84. Home runs away, 50. It's not It's not actually that bad. I think that's okay. RBIs, 232 home, 143 away. That's a big gap. This is where it really drops. Given um, there are mere, oh man, at-bats total home and away is split up between six six at-bats separate home and away. Okay, so it's not batting, a big margin. That's okay. Batting average home, mm -hmm. 304. Mm -hmm. Batting average away, 250. That's for career, correct? Career, yes. Can you do just last two years? Yeah, let me switch it. Okay. I want to hear his OBP and OPS. No, because it's Slugging and OPS, 994 home, 760 away. <sighs> But let's um, look at the last two years. All right. All right. Let's do look 2020. At the last two years. All right. Home and away. He okay. played 29 games home, 30 games away. So he had more away. Okay. So this is a better way to look at it. Very similar. Uh, he had 13 RBIs home, 15 away, five homers um, home, six away, 333 at home, 246 away. But the power numbers are still there. Power yeah, numbers were still there six. away. Yeah. Okay. So I don't okay. Know, like overall, like power or whatever, who cares about home runs right now with mm -hmm. this, but his batting average drops. Okay. 333 to 246. His slugging is 573 home, 466 away. The biggest is his OPS drop off. I'm, 958 to 792. I'm a firm believer in Trevor's story. If he leaves Colorado, he'll still be very successful. I, I think so. You want to hear 2019? No, I think it's about probably about the same. It's going to be very similar. Yeah. Um, um, power is so, way, way up for 2019 at home. Yeah. Average. Oh, oh boy. Average is bad. OBP is bad. Slugging is bad. OPS is away. But here's the thing is Trevor's story. <laughs> honestly, like Trevor's story to me, even if he wasn't Colorado the whole time, like his average has never really been high. You know, it hasn't been like that above no. 300 the whole year kind of thing um but i honestly think trevor story right now if like we're going off of right now trevor story to me is number one trey turner and then tatis and i can definitely see trevor jumping down i could see trey turner jumping down or jumping up fernando jumping up but also you got to watch out for two other guys at that position two others these are my two Xander Bogarts okay. and Tim Anderson. Yeah. Those Tim two Anderson's guys, those two guys, I can see titles. them like literally like nobody talks about Xander Bogarts. Nobody, everybody talks about Tim Anderson ever since he did the bat flip, but nobody was talking about him beforehand. No. And, and the thing is, is like they're two legit contenders to being in the top four of shortstops. And Xander's going to be in Boston for a very long time. He's a free agent he's in still 2026. Performing. So he's, doing yeah, well. he's, he's good. He's like, Boston's got their guy. Like, yeah, I know they traded Mookie, traded Ben but 
Stogart's endeavors is re- yeah. they're really good. Um, I know. I think Seager, if he has a season like he had last year, he's definitely going to get paid when he's a free agent after. I don't think he stays in LA. I don't see him staying in LA. His agent Scott Boris. Yeah, who knows? I mean, here's my thing. Let, okay, let's let's jump around in the MLB a little bit here. Who, in your mind, besides the Mets, has the best starting rotation? I mean, the Dodgers look the good do- on paper. The Dodgers and the Padres, but I can't count out St. Louis as well. St. Louis is iffy. Is yeah. iffy. Jack Flaherty's iffy. It's hard to it's hard to say oh, who man. has it. It's tough, but it's honestly Tampa Bay's every, got a good shot too. They do, but I think honestly, the top three best rotations, in my opinion, are in the National League. Okay, I, I can agree with that. Also, I can throw uh, the White Sox in there too. I was about to say the White Sox look good too if they can stay healthy. Yeah. Um. I'm expecting Michael Kopech to actually actually play at least 100 innings. He yeah. says his arm has never felt any better from the surgery. He took the time off and everything, and he's done everything right. So hopefully he can get healthy. We'll see how it is. Um, but let's talk about briefly, let's talk about Fernando's uh, extension with the Padres. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on it? You know, he signed that 14. Well, he owes a lot of money to that first contract he signed. <laughs> If you guys don't know, he signed a kind of like an advanced contract when he was a minor leaguer that basically states whenever he signs a big league contract, they owe, uh, they get a percentage of it. And I think it's roughly around 30 to $40 million is how much that percentage is going to be to them from this contract. Um, but for me, if I was a Padres fan, I would be ecstatic because now that you solidified that shortstop position with a young, great player, now you got Manny Machado over here with that opt-out, the fifth-year mark. He's going to stay because he loves El Nino. He loves him. Yeah. Like now you just solidified your whole entire left side of the infield, along with Eric Hosmer there still like for like another three years. You got Cronenworth who's coming up, and then Profar actually did a good season, so you can dabble between them. But I think Profar is going to be playing the outfield the whole time. Excuse me. And then um, – Trent Grisham just came off a great year as a rookie and, and a gold glove and a gold glove. And it's like, you know, they've the Padres. I know they've done this before where they traded and all this stuff or signed all these players and it was a huge bust. But right now they, I think they're doing everything right. They've got depth. They've got pitching. They've got bullpen. I don't think their bullpen is going to be as strong as it was last year. They got prospects still They got prospects. They have one of the best farm systems still. And they have a young, young, like, group of starters. It's not where they sign for these kind of, like, you know, washed up kind of guys, you know. Um, I think the only flaw right now is their bullpen. It may not be as good as it was last year. Um, Mark Melenson's a great sign. Even though he's older, I think it's still a good sign for for them. But yeah. I think their starting rotation is phenomenal. I think it go, can go toe-to-toe with L.A. I don't see it having a problem with that. Um, honestly, in my opinion, the lineup for San Diego looks a lot better than L.A. I agree. I think, agree. I think it, has everything, it has everything from power hitters to contact hitters to speed. And then if you're looking at fielding-wise, I think they have better potential fielding than the, the Dodgers do. I think the best fielder for the Dodgers is Mookie Betts. I agree. So I, I think like with the Padres, it's very all around. Like they look great. Like I know you said the bullpen, but that starting nine every day and the depth they have in the bench to fill in for guys to take breaks. Yeah. It's outstanding. And they it, even it have runs... the, the superstar Korean guy there too. Everybody forgets about that. They signed yeah, him. They signed Kim. So they they're like they really remind me of you know the Dodgers the last few years of making the World Series who had those guys with a lot of depth like they had guys that could play anywhere. I think they're even though he came off of almost winning the Rookie of the Year, Cronenworth's going to see time at second and he's going to see time at short left. probably. I think at first, left, left and right. So yeah. he's very versatile. 
so it's just showing them they have a lot of depth and a part of me wishes there were was the dh in the national league so either like fam or will myers can have dh times and then they Hope can myers have... look good in the outfield though he looked he did. really good he had a great season last year yeah i think go you know what this team reminds me of is the 2004 red sox they just mesh well in the clubhouse and they know how to win and they're going to get any wins means necessary. And they have guys that have been there before. I know Machado's time in Baltimore, they were good. They weren't they went to the amazing, playoffs. but in the playoffs, Hosmer's been to two World Series and he has one of them. He has one win. Tommy Fans has been to the playoffs. Ring. Yeah, and they all came from past clubs that had a lot of success. You Darvish has been in the World Series twice. Oh, yeah, with the Rangers. I totally – man, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Rangers and Dodgers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I don't count that 2017 one. <laughs> no, that. I don't either. With the but, Trastros. But, like, it's like, you know, what's the GM's name? A.J. Preller? Yes. He has taken that team. He's made the moves that he's needed without giving up the farm system. A lot of teams do that. They throw the farm system out, and they get all these superstars – he has somehow rigged it to where he can keep at least the top 15 top prospects in his yes. farm system. He really kept them there. He really robbed Chicago with that Darvish trade. I, and I know we talked thing, about it, but yeah, because I don't understand why Chicago thinks, oh, Zach Davies is a great replacement. I think Zach Davies is a great pitcher, but I don't think he performs as well as he did last year. They just wanted to shed money. Uh, I mean, and that's it. And they were like, we'll take, what, we'll take whatever to get rid of this contract. And they got and, a catcher out of it. Like, they're catching depth right now with Austin Nola. I know Francisco Mejia is gone, but they have Austin Nola and Carantini. That's perfect because they can both start. It's not like there's a backup catcher. They're No, they're both starters. Yeah. So, I don't – Exactly. I just – I. I don't know how AG Preller is doing all these moves because right now it, I know we talk about the Padres all the time, but they have literally done the most of everything. They have, they've had a brilliant off season. And I believe like when you think about it, like someone brought up, they're like, Oh, why would Fernando sign 14 years with the Padres? Look at to the be... future. <laughs> I know. And I, I told someone this, I was like, the Padres are set up for not just next year or the year after they're set up for 2027. Yeah. Like Most it's, definitely. it's crazy. Like they're set up for the next six years. The Dodgers are still going to be there. They have a great farm system too. They have guys currently that are young and they just came out for world series. They're going to be around, but right now, like those two teams are going to be in a race. And I think in the next year or two, we're going to see LA's window start to close a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. Here's a big question. Cause there was a big question last year for the Padres. Um, who takes the, 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 the closing role? I could see them doing like, you know, closer by committee type of thing, like whoever's hot or yeah, whoever's that's what they kind of did freshest. last year. Um, yeah, once Yates went down, but you know, when Rosenthal got there, he was he really solidified the ninth inning. But now um, he's he's in Oakland, so it's like Yeah. Um man, Melanson can I wouldn't put him in high leverage. I like I him in a setup role. Yeah, seventh or eighth. Ke- Keona Kella's hit or miss. Man, I you always gotta, forget that they gotta, signed Keona Kalel, but I don't think he's a, a closer like he was in Pittsburgh. You got to think maybe Emilio Pagan. Or... Emilio Pagan is very reliable. Yeah, but he or... can. But the thing is, is, he can go inning strong, so he might be like your middle relief guy. Same with Pomeranz. Yeah, like so. so. Here's my thing. But with that offense, though, you I can't see them really like. Being in huge safe situations. No, now. no. But here's my thing. What if this? Remember the kid that started at the youngest for Padres history as a oh, his major league debut was yeah. in the uh, in the playoffs. Yes. Do you remember him? Oh, was it was Ryan last name Weathers? Ryan Weathers. Yeah. And he did phenomenal. What if he took the closer? I could see it. I mean, like, because now you're solidifying. Though, so... Like we talked about future. He's solidifying the future at the closer, so they don't have to worry about that. He's 21. I if he can really keep his composure, um, since he is a rookie, I I think he can do it, but I don't think he's there yet as a closer. I think he gets onto the 26 man roster, though. Oh, I think I think he makes the um 
the roster this opening year, day roster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny um, though when you look at his uh, his stats, like he has no official like regular stats. season stats. Yeah, he's only thrown in the postseason. But so what he throw? What he throw? He went one game. He went an inning in a third, and two walks, meh, one strikeout, but no hits. I, no I runs. think I honestly, if we're gonna go reality though, I think I think Emilio Pagan's gonna take it. I think it's between him or Drew Pomeranz. I could see Pomeranz being more middle relief. I just than don't see closer, how. I mean, but... he's been he was good last year when he resigned with the Padres, but like, man, they paid him a lot of money. Or what about? Oh, um, I can't say his last name, so forgive me. But Morahone. Oh. Yeah, Morahone, he throws like a hundred and flipping yeah. gas. Andre Mor Uh he he's not he doesn't have control though. That's the thing. He no. relies like you know, he's got you know, Roldis Chapman for how fast he throws, he has great control. Yes. Some guys don't have that. They can throw fire, but they can't control the flame. And I think that's kind of what that is there. And I would have said another player, but they traded him to Seattle last year for the Austin Nola thing was Munez. Um, yes. Who, who throws really hard and he was really good in, in San Diego. Um, but thank you, Padres. We needed bullpen. So we got that. <laughs> um, but let's, let's start to wrap things up. We talked about Fernando Tatis. I think it's a great signing for them. I, and I'm assuming you agree with what we said. Um, so let's wrap things up here. Um, this is the one show of the week. I, I'm sorry if it disappoints some of you guys, but, you know, we've got lives too. But the thing is, if you message us, if you email us, if you DM us, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, subscribe, Spotify, Apple, Apple uh, Podcasts, all that jazz. We need your guys' help of spreading the word of this podcast. Yeah. And, and all the people that have listened to it have always told us we do a great job. And we appreciate it, but we would also really appreciate if you share it to more people and get the word out for us. So, yeah, but I don't think, I think we can spare two minutes right now to talk about Carson Wentz leaving Philly and going <laughs> to is, the Indianapolis Colts. I want to do it before, you know, it's two weeks old at the time. Like when we, so are you asking me the question? From an outsider it's looking more in, just <laughs> outsider looking in, yeah, just trying to start the Wentz conversation right now before you, we you, sign off. You just traded for trash. I don't know if you if that's possible. Okay, I get. I know. I you could episode two. I really laid into Wentz, <clears throat> but if you think about this, is like my only positive outlook right now is. He's reunited with Frank Reich, who was the offensive coordinator in 2017 and 18 when, you know, Wentz broke out and they, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl for them. But yeah, that was Wentz's breakout season. Mm-hmm. And he was great before he got hurt. <clears throat> um, but he's reunited with him. My silver lining is, yeah, it's Carson Wentz. Like, who knows what you're going to get? But yeah. he's reunited with someone who brought him success in the past who he probably liked. And, you know, ever since Frank Rank left Philly, they haven't really been the same and the Colts have gotten better. So we might see a different Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. Who knows? It might just be a mental thing of him being happy, being back with Frank Reich. But I, I can say this right now. I really miss Andrew Luck. <sighs> All right. Are you ready for me to break your heart? Yeah. Okay. It's already broken, so... If the Colts are smart, which so far with this trade for Carson Wentz is idiotic. They didn't give up much. They're just taking I don't the rest care. of his contract. I don't care. I'm sorry, Brian. I, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't care. I know, care. I know. That's, you literally trade for a banana peel, an old can. Um, what else can you find in garbage? An old blanket. Um, blanket I, some rubbish food you know that's what, that's that's what you're getting that's what you're getting and then you're like this oh if i rub it hard enough it'll clean my face no 
it's not going to clean your face. It's going to give you pimples. It's going to give you um, probably some sort of disease. And that's what it was in Philly. And Philly was like, oh, I've been using the wrong face cleanser. Let me get rid of the old one and get this new one that prevents stuff like that. That's what Philly did. Philly made the right move. Indy was like, yeah, yeah, oh, Philly. Man. Oh man, hang on. You want we we just lost a starting quarterback, but we do have a starting quarterback that's been sitting on the bench, but we don't want to start him anymore. What? Are you kidding me? You're not gonna start Jacoby Brissett or at least go after Cam Newton. You know, I know I know Cam didn't have the greatest season in New England. I'm sorry. That's what happens when you have a washed up New England team. But Indy was like, yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that garbage. Let me put that all over my face. Let me see what you what the problems you were having with it. And next you know, you're going to get a zit here, a zit here. And guess what? That whole thing that you said about him, about see me and Carson, he's not even going to have a C there. He won't. And, you know, you can call Carson Carson Wentz or Carson Warts. Um, going back like off it. your analogy. I like it. I like temples. it. But that – I – don't disagree with you. I was saying, like, I didn't like it. I thought Ballard and Ursay were going to have a completely different outlook for the offseason and have better options. I was just looking at the silver lining and trying to be positive of him being back with Reich and seeing how things go, trying to bring back that magic from the past. That was just me thinking positively. I still don't like it. Mm-mm. Like I said, I miss Andrew Luck. I'm If you give Jacoby Brissett the right weapons around him, He's a good quarterback. Like yes. he was good a few years ago. Like I enjoyed it. Um, I don't. It's it'll be interesting. Here's a here's that. a good question for you. Okay. When Andrew Luck left, Indy said you can keep your money. I think that was a stupid move. I think it was stupid. I'm sorry if I don't care how how much he's brought to the table, how much nice of a guy it is. You have to run a business, and you're gonna give this man for not even playing the rest of his contract the rest of that money. Which if I quit a, which if I quit a job, team, I don't get my paycheck. Exactly. Still. It's it shouldn't have been like that whatsoever. I'm yeah. sorry. I Andrew Luck is one of the nicest people in the NFL to ever play, and he's great. But I'm trying to run a business. I'm not going to give him any more money that he deserves that he's not playing in. Okay. Yeah. So now that money's gone. Now you want to take on more money, more garbage money, basically. That's what it is. Right. So now you're starting this dumpster fire with how much money you owe. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh, man, we made the wrong move. Now we have to owe this guy and we got to get rid of him. And I want to go sign this guy too late. You've made too many bad moves with too many building blocks that have just ruined that quarterback position there. If you don't start Jacoby Brissett, you're going to have problems. I agree. I'm sorry. I'll leave it at that. And I think at most, if Carson Wentz does start the whole season, I think at most you get seven wins. Ah. I think seven wins only because that defense is phenomenal in Indy. I brought that up before we started recording. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, no, I knew before we, before when you even told me, I already knew Indy's defense is like in the top five. Yeah. Everyone knows easily like it's scary how good they are. But if they have an offense that can complement that, that team is ridiculously scary. But it's not. I'm sorry, Brian. Being a Colts fan right now, you're going to go through some dark times. Who knows? You can be a Seahawks fan. No, I ain't jumping ship. Okay. Well, we'll see you, in the, we'll, <laughs> we'll see you watching the couch with us playing in the playoffs. But even though and I think, the, I think well, the, I'm sorry, but I think the Rams are going to win the division. <laughs> and, and then around later, Seattle will join Indy watching the playoffs. I don't doubt it. If so. um, if if we don't figure out our offensive line or at least our defense, uh, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But, but with that, are you good with your Carson Wentz? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Carson. Okay. Wentz. All right. So with that, folks, like we always say, always be kind to one another. You know, treat others with respect. It is late night here, so I'm getting tired. Brian's probably going to go down soon, too. Yeah, I got to start. Tra- I got to work tomorrow. So, yeah, got that new job. Yeah. But with that, you know, like we were saying before, share us. We need your guys' help of sharing the love of our podcast to the world. And if you guys do that, of course, please send us like what you 
like even like it doesn't even have to be a question you can send us like hey i shared it to my mom you know what we're gonna give you a shout out we'll give you thanks we'll give you something you know because you're helping us out we'll wave to you on youtube we'll wave we'll we'll even say your name if you want us to say your name it's fine it's fun we enjoy it we enjoy talking to you guys but if we don't get any of you guys talking back to us then we kind of like we'll just go on tangents about my brain and everything and like rocks that. and rocks so with that like i always said be kind be respectful have fun be safe and i'm going to pass it over to my throwing partner brian be kind be safe wear a mask i want to go to a baseball game this season so let's get it done and if you if you can get a vaccine get your vaccine yeah but other than that let's have a good week whatever day you're on this week when you're listening have a good one and we'll see you next time Alrighty, folks, signing off. Mm-hmm.